Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through the book of Micah and we are on chapter four today. In, in chapter three, Micah prophesied of coming judgment of Jerusalem and the destruction of Jerusalem because they refused to turn from their evil, sinful ways and let go of their pride and humble themselves before the Lord. And at the end of the chapter three, he spoke of Jesus and his return and speaking forth into why they were being judged and why destruction was coming coming, and Jesus was going to come and judge and, and sin would be dealt with and wickedness would be dealt with, but there would be a faithful remnant who stands firm and is redeemed through their following of Jesus and their faith in Jesus and standing firm in their faith of our Messiah and not letting go and clinging to God and, and who he is and refusing to waver in that faithful remnant would be gathered together when Jesus returns. And we are a part of that faithful remnant. If we stand firm on Christ, if we apply his blood to our lives, we are a part of the remnant that will be gathered when Jesus returns in he moves from the destruction of Jerusalem to the last days, the coming days when Jesus does return, when Jerusalem is rebuilt and the temple at the heart of the city is where Jesus will reign and rule from and, and the kingdom will belong to our Messiah, to Yeshua, and, and he will rule and he will reign. And this is the last days in the ministry began with Christ. When Jesus came to earth, he came, God, he, he came, he sent Jesus to earth and Jesus is fully God and fully human. And he came to earth to die for us on, on the cross. And beginning of the last days started with him coming to earth and with the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. It initiated this period of the last days and his return, it establishes his kingdom on earth. When he returns, he is going to establish his kingdom on earth and he will rule and he will reign. And he gives us these promises with his coming kingdom. And we'll start in chapter four, verse one, going through these promises. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways. And we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will mediate between peoples and will settle disputes among strong nations far away. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation, nor train for war anymore. Everyone will live in peace and prosperity, enjoying their own grapevines and fig trees. There will be nothing to fear. The Lord of Heaven's armies has made this promise. Though the nation around nations around us follow their idols, we will follow the Lord our God forever and ever. In that coming day, says the Lord, I will gather together those who are lame, those who have been exiles, and those whom I have filled with grief. Those who are weak will survive as a remnant, and those who are exiles will become a strong nation. 
Then I, the Lord, will rule from Jerusalem as their king forever. As for you, Jerusalem, the citadel of God's people, your royal might and power will come back to you again. The kingship will be restored to my precious Jerusalem. So here we have the the outlook was grim. The the nation was taken over. Jerusalem was destroyed. And they give this hope. Prophets always came with coming judgment as well as coming hope. And they have this uplook. And the uplook is to Christ, our Messiah. And he encourages the people to look ahead to what God had promised for his chosen people, for Christ followers to to look ahead to what's coming. And by looking ahead to knowing we are safe and secure in the arms of God and knowing that he has a future for eternity for us, that everything we endure here is hard, but it's temporary. And we look ahead to God's promises. We stand firm in faith on God's promises. He is returning. He is bringing forth his kingdom. And we are a part of that kingdom if we choose Jesus for our lives. God promised that the nation would be united, that Israel and Judah, the north and south, they're actually going to be united as one nation, and the people would be returned to their land, and Jerusalem would become the world's most important city. The temple would be rebuilt, the third temple would be built, and the true worship of Jehovah, Yahweh, Yeshua, would be restored. Instead of the Gentile nations fighting the the Israel nation, the Jewish nations, they would stream into Jerusalem to worship our almighty God and to hear his word. And there would be peace among the nations because they would obey God's truth. They would submit to our Messiah's rule and their instruments of war. It says their, their swords would turn into plowshares and their spears would be pruning hooks. They won't need war items anymore because there would be no war. There would be no fighting. There's going to be no destruction. There's going to be no fear. Everyone will be in complete peace and every everyone will be under the lordship of our, our Messiah of Christ. And even more than peace and economic stability was the blessing of knowing that that we get to know the Lord. We get to know him personally. We get to obey him and he will rule in the the king the kingdom age that is coming. Every single nation, everyone, every people, every person, every human on earth will worship God. There will be no friction. There will the enemy will be bound when Jesus returns and it will be peace and, and harmony and there will be no no anguish, no hospitals, no misery. And we can have faith on God's promises. And if we stand firm and don't waver, we, we are following Christ with all our guts. We are a part of that remnant, that faithful remnant that will be a part of God's eternal kingdom. We're promised that. It is a promise of God throughout scripture. And the the remnant of the Jewish nation that's left here that he's speaking to that has just been taken over by Babylon, there, there's a small remnant. God is going to gather them from all the nations and make them a mighty army. And there is a remnant of Israelites throughout the world. And God is going to gather them all together. And they're going to be a mighty army. And Jesus will rule over them as well as all of the nations around them. And Jerusalem will become the glorious capital city for the kingdom of God. And we, again, we are a part of that kingdom if you choose Christ for your Lord and Savior. And Jerusalem had once been David's capital city when he cared for the flock. And after the death of Josiah, not one of David's 
followers, the people that followed down the genealogy, not one of them were godly or followed Christ, but Messiah, our Yeshua, the son of David, he will return and he will reign from Jerusalem. He is our King of Kings. He is our Lord of Lords and he will be for all eternity. He will shepherd us, lead us and guide us forever. And with that, we'll continue into verse nine. But why are you now screaming in terror? Have you no king to lead you? Have your wise people all died? Pain has gripped you like a woman in childbirth. Rise and groan like a woman in labor, you people of Jerusalem. For now you must leave the city to live in the open country. You will soon be sent into exile to distant Babylon. But the Lord will rescue you there. He will redeem you from the grip of your enemies. Now many nations have gathered against you. Let her be desecrated, they said. Let us see the destruction of Jerusalem. But they do not know the Lord's thoughts or understand his plan. These nations don't know that he is gathering them together to be beaten and trampled like sheaves of grain on the threshing floor. Rise up and crush the nations, O Jerusalem, says the Lord, for I will give you iron horns and bronze hooves so that you can trample many nations to pieces. You will present their stolen riches to the Lord and their wealth to the Lord of all the earth. So he, he, they are going to be restored and they are going to take over and have victory. And the, the exile wasn't the end for them. God was going to redeem the rem, remnant and bring them back into the, into the land. The remnant would be restored and, and the land would be rebuilt and Jerusalem would be rebuilt. And the second temple was rebuilt though it was again destroyed in 70 AD and a third temple is going to be rebuilt. And there's going to be a time when it is rebuilt. And as we study in Revelations, we're going to see that the the person who rises into leadership as the Antichrist will actually be a part of that, but he will be destroyed because Jesus is returning and he will take him down. We are not to be fooled. And the exile for the Israelites in Babylon would last 70 years. And then the remnant returned and rebuilt the city and the temple. And they, they built it and they, it, it was strong and God brought them back together again. And again, he, he looks down centuries to the end times again, towards the end of the verses where he sees his people, the people of Israel being attacked by lots of surrounding Gentile nations and all of them gloat over Israel because they're so sure that they're defeating them, that they're taking over the Jewish nation. And the nations are confident in their victory because they don't pay attention to God and God's scripture and they don't know God's plan for his people. And God is not done with Israel. His plan is still coming forth. God is faithful and his promises are sure and his promises are secure and they will happen. And Israel will have power and speed as they attack their enemies and they will be given victory and they will, the remnant who stands firm and chooses Jesus will be gathered. And when the battle is over, the victorious nation will devote all to the Lord. Everything will be devoted to the Lord as they, as they turn to the Messiah through the tribulation period. They're going to have a lot of struggles, but through that period, they'll see that the Messiah, our Messiah, Yeshua is real. He is who he is. He is who he said he is. He is who he is. And he is unchanging. He is faithful and his promises are sure and secure. 
just as sure as they were yesterday, they are today. And today we are one day closer than yesterday to his return. And he is returning for us. We just need to stand firm in faith. And life is hard on earth. It is. But we need to just stand firm in faith, knowing that God is holding our hand through it. He is leading us. He is guiding us. And he will hold us steady until the end if we cling to him with all we got. And don't waver. Don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. Just trust in God. He's got us. Thanks, y'all. I hope you're having a most blessed day.